Welcome to the Daily Bite with your host, Pastor Steve Andrews. Today we have Isaiah chapter 38. In those days, Hezekiah became sick and was at the point of death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came to him and said to him, Thus says Yahweh, Set your house in order, for you shall die, you shall not recover. Then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to Yahweh and said, Please, O Yahweh, remember how I have walked before you in faithfulness and with a whole heart, and have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Then the word of Yahweh came to Isaiah, Go and say to Hezekiah, Thus says Yahweh, the God of David your father, I have heard your prayer, I have seen your tears. Behold, I will add fifteen years to your life. I will deliver you and this city out of the hand of the king of Assyria, and will defend this city. This shall be the sign to you from Yahweh, that Yahweh will do this thing that he has promised. Behold, I will make the shadow cast by the declining sun on the dial of Ahaz turn back ten steps. So the sun turned back on the dial the ten steps by which it had declined. A writing of Hezekiah king of Judah after he had been sick and had recovered from his sickness. I said in the middle of my days I must depart. I am consigned to the gates of Sheol for the rest of my years. I said I shall not see Yahweh, Yahweh in the land of the living. I shall look on man no more among the inhabitants of the world. My dwelling is plucked up and removed from me like a shepherd's tent. Like a weaver I have rolled up my life. He cuts me off from the loom. From day to night you bring me to an end. I calmed myself until morning. Like a lion he breaks all my bones. From day to night you bring me to an end. Like a swallow or a crane I chirp. I moan like a dove. My eyes are weary with looking upward. O Lord, I am oppressed. Be my pledge of safety. What shall I say? For he has spoken to me and he himself has done it. I walk slowly all my years because of the bitterness of my soul. O Lord, by these things men live, and in all these is the life of my spirit. O restore me to health and make me live. Behold, it was for my welfare that I had great bitterness. But in love you have delivered my life from the pit of destruction, for you have cast all my sins behind your back. For Sheol does not thank you, death does not praise you. Those who go down to the pit do not hope for your faithfulness. The living, the living, he thanks you. As I do this day, the Father makes known to the children your faithfulness. Yahweh will save me, and we will play my music on stringed instruments all the days of our lives at the house of Yahweh. Now Isaiah had said, Let them take a cake of figs and apply it to the boil, that he may recover. Hezekiah also had said, What is the sign that I shall go up to the house of Yahweh? This is the word of the Lord. So in this chapter, we learn of the illness, uh, which we learn in verse 21 was the case of boils, that Hezekiah nearly died from. Uh, he, He was sick near the point of death. And Isaiah the prophet comes to him and gives him the word of God, which is that he is going to die. He's not going to recover. And he needs to put his house in order. In other words, get get things together for your successor who will lead the kingdom, my kingdom, God's kingdom, as he moves forward. And Hezekiah's response to him is to pray. And his prayer doesn't seem to have a request to us, but it actually does. So he prays of his own faithfulness. And this is a, a this is calling God's attention to God's own law in the giving of the law, Exodus chapter 20, and really all through many of the old older books that Hezekiah would have some awareness of. 
there is a theme from the Lord that if you obey his commandments, if you do his will, you will live long. Uh, again, the fourth commandment has that particular promise attached to it, that you would live long. If you honor your father and your mother, you will live long in the land that Yahweh your God is giving to you. And so Hezekiah holds him to that, and God responds in kind. He actually adds 15 years to Hezekiah's life. Now, an interesting family conversation here. Would you want to know if God could tell you, wait, God could tell you, if God would tell you, would you want God to tell you when you're going to die? How would that change how you live your life here and now? Knowing if you only had a few days to live, would you act any differently than if you knew you had 15 years to live or 50 years to live? This is one of the reasons why the scriptures actually do encourage us in, in the bigger picture, this sense of urgency before our neighbor, that we're not spending life focused on ourselves, stockpiling things for ourselves, but rather we spend our life loving our neighbor. We don't know how long they're going to be here. We don't know how long we're going to be here. We may be called home tonight. They may be called home tonight. We want to live for them that they may know the Lord and that they may be with the Lord and with us forever. There's an urgency to this, this work that God has given us to do. Verse 6, God promises once again to deliver uh, Judah from the hands of Assyria, which he, he did and he does. We learn it down in verse 22 at the end of the chapter, but we also saw it in Second Kings chapter 20, verse 8, that Hezekiah actually asked for this sign. How would he know that God would do this? Uh, and so God actually turns back the hands of time. God rewinds the sun by 10 steps. I don't know exactly what 10 steps means in this picture, um, but this is a, an old sundial of, of a kind that has been created, and God reverses the clock as a, a miracle, as a sign before King Hezekiah. The rest of the chapter that we have, verses 10 through 20, is this song that Hezekiah wrote, or this, this poem, whatever it may be. And in the first part of it, he is mourning the death that he was about to experience. In the second part of it, he is rejoicing that God has given him more life. So you have Sheol, uh, the gates of Sheol, the idea of death, the pit, um, you have a past tense verb, I said, I must depart. I said, I shall not see the Lord. These were past tense things for him. Um, verse 12, the quickness at which a shepherd's tent could be packed up or the weaver cuts from the loom, those kinds of things. And then verse 13, uh, Hezekiah thought he would be crushed even in his death. Kind of the picture there. Verse 14, he looks upward. He's weary from looking upward. Hezekiah is weary of praying, which dangerous place to be there. Um, I don't know that we would want to admit that we are weary of praying. I don't think that's a place we want to be. We are encouraged by Scripture to pray without ceasing. But Hezekiah in his sinful nature um, has grown weary of praying to God. Verse 15, he knows that Yahweh has spoken this. And we saw that at the beginning of the chapter as Isaiah approached him. And so his, his bitterness of soul 
because he knew death was coming upon him. But then it turns again, like we said, verse 16, that, that God has restored him. God has given him health, given him more life. Verse 17, a uh, great line there, in love you have delivered my life from the pit of destruction. God has done that for us as well. In his love for us, he sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross to rescue us from the pit of destruction that we would call hell. Um, so it's a wonderful connection for us there. As he turned back the sun in the miracle in verses 7 and 8, so God can turn our sins behind himself as well, um, which he did, again, with Jesus on the cross. Verse 18, Sheol and death do not praise the Lord because the Lord withheld Hezekiah from them. They, you know, death, figuratively speaking, wants to swallow up Hezekiah and didn't get to, at least not yet. Verse 19, the living thank God for their life. Fathers make it known to their children how God is faithful. And that is what God has called us to do. You can see that command actually given by God in Exodus chapters 12 and 13, Deuteronomy 6. Those are a couple of examples. You know, fathers are to teach their children about who God is and what God's done for them. And as Christian fathers today, we can do this all the more because we know the fullness of the Messiah. We know of Jesus and what Jesus has done for us to save us all. And that's where the next verse goes. Verse 20, Yahweh will save. And because Yahweh saves, Hezekiah praises. He sings thanks to the Lord. We rejoice also in the salvation that God has provided for us. Thank you.